0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the podcast. Here, the Cinemondo Podcast. (laughs) Kathy, me talking about One One Piece
1: piece. again. We're gonna do every episode of the live action. We're now in episode six. I think it's probably one of my favorite episodes so far.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's pretty heavy. Pretty heavy.
1: Oh, in, heavy duty. You know, That's when you have know those yeah. shows, not, no joke. At this point, you realize this is not a kid's show. <laughs> yeah, is... it gets
0: dark. Yeah. It gets really dark. And you, yeah. you start all right, all right. really, like, before it it almost seems like such a fantasy. You're not really worried about anybody. Yeah. Nobody's going to get hurt or really Beautiful, hurt. You know? uh, yeah. But then you start realizing, okay, people can get really hurt.
1: I <laughs> know. Yeah. Uh, it gets really hardcore. I mean, we did have Zorro cutting someone in half in the first episode, which was pretty cool. But this one has people we care about kind of suffering things are terrible or happening, and little kids in peril and you yeah. know they it was, they, I was wondering what they would do because we covered this in our um Baratie, uh, <laughs> arc that we did for the anime, and yeah. i had i had interpreted it wrong the island thing um when they're stranded I interpreted it. we'll talk about this later I'd interpret it wrong, but it turns out. I had, I just by osmosis I guess was doing the manga, the manga version, but the animation, the anime version, kind of softened it a little bit. So yeah, I was wondering which which version they were going to go with of this, and then you find when they did this, I'm like, okay, so they're doing the manga. I mean, yeah, they, that's they went, and they I far love far. that that they're doing the real real source material, which is pretty great. Well, the interesting thing is, I think in in
0: the manga it was the hardcore version. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then in the anime, it was probably the Japanese version of the anime. It was probably the hardcore version. But then then when they came to America, you know, there's Mm. a lot of little tweaks and things that happen. You think they do that? I think they maybe refilmed a bit of it because there's, you know, it. it, should we tell what we're talking about? Yeah, let's go ahead and just spoil it. I mean, these are spoilers. yeah. Yeah, we get a
1: backstory on Sanjay and Zeph. We find out like what they're, what the deal is with them. Like what happened to these guys? Yeah.
0: And they, they met when uh, Sanji was a little, little boy working as a chef, you know, like a chef's assistant on the ship. And, and Zeph was called red leg Zeph because his feet, his yes. legs were always stained with the blood of all the people he's killed. And, So this little kid is down in the, in the galley working and they get attacked and Zeph comes in and you see the door open and you see these two bloody feet come in these boots. And, and uh, so he, he goes over and tastes something as oregano. Was it oregano? Yes. Something like for savages. And, and so little, little baby Sanji comes running out with a, with a chef's knife, you know, he's like, how dare you? (laughs) <laughs> nobody puts oregano in my food you know and <laughs> so their first encounter is him being you know incensed over Zeph trying to change his recipe but then the ship gets exploded and destroyed yep and the two of them end up on a on this bizarre cauliflower looking island which is yeah that's broccoli looking food related and yeah, it looked but really the cool. Shape of the broccoli island is such that you cannot get down to the water. You can't go down there and no, go fishing or anything. Cave. Yeah, so yeah. they're stranded, and and um
1: On this rock. There's literally nothing. It's like it's basically a, bit, a bunch of rocks. This is a huge yeah, no plants almost. or anything. Oh. Yeah,
0: and so it looks like it looks like at the end for Zef and Young Sanji. But um, what happens is they uh, Zef gives him. He's got these two bags, and he gives him. Gives yeah. little Sanji this little bag and he goes, Here's your food. And Sanji's like,
1: ah, You got more than me. How come your bag is so big? And he's, he's always like, so bratty. But I mean, for, yeah. you know, you don't have a right to ask.
0: Yeah, but he, he you know, it's like he mm-hmm. takes his food and, and goes to his side of the island. He tells, uh, Zeph tells him, Get away from me. Just get yeah. lost. And there are a sort of antagonistic relationship. He's like, "I'm. I got yeah. the bigger bag because I'm bigger than you. Get lost. Yeah. Go over there. Don't come back.
1: Don't eat so it too you, fast.
0: Yeah. Make it last. And you watch that side if you see a ship, let me know and I'll watch this side. Yeah. So I love in the um in the live action how they go. You know, it says 5 days five, Yeah. 5 days later and then 10 days, I don't know how many, but it ends up going up to like 50 days later. Yeah. <laughs> and, and everybody's looking really rough at this point. He's like dirty, and they're just—it's like sore. He's probably getting
1: scurvy and shit. Ugh. And the little kid that they got
0: to play him is really good. I thought he was really did a good job of being yeah, just this dynamic little child actor that yeah. is just suffering with this food. And you see him eating the moldy bread and
1: something little- he thrown away because he's like, "Oh, moldy bread, throw it out!" Or he's like throwing away good food. Yeah. And wasting it. and now he's eating, he's willing to eat moldy bread. So he's kind of learning this weird lesson about waste all at the same time, which was sort of yeah. sad.
0: Yeah. And at the finally, I think it says 70 days or something crazy yeah. like that. And he's completely out of food. At one point he sees a ship out there and then it, but it's nighttime and he's jumping. He's like, hey, hey. But he's just this tiny little boy on this rock. And it's like, there's no way they're gonna see this little child out there. Yeah. So it's hopeless, Uh, you know. It's brutal. So he runs out of food, and he picks up his knife, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go kill that old man and take his food. What right did he have to take more food than me, you know? So he stomps over to the other side of the island. And And the bag
1: is still full. He's like, ah, there's still still food. You've been keeping it from me.
0: (laughs) And he slashes it open, and it's just treasure, you know. And then he realizes, how come Zeph is still alive? And he walks around, and I'll let you take it from here.
1: Well, it looks like (laughs) Zeph's leg is missing. And he's like, wait, what? And he looks over, and he sees a rock that looks kind of bloody and meaty, you know, like something's been cut. So he realizes that Zeph has been eating his own leg to stay alive. And I was like, holy shit, that was so dark. So dark! And it was like, to, wow! To stay so alive like, and to make and I love sure that he stayed about it. alive. Yeah, that's right. So he let the kid have all the food, and he knew he would make the, the ultimate sacrifice by doing that. But I love how he's just like he Saji can't just like going, you ate your own leg. Like we got <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> he didn't have to say it, but that's what he did. But um, and then you know Zepp is just kind of like looking at him in this sort of tragic, sad way, and, and he's just, like, Why oh, did you do that for me? Why no. did you
0: make that sacrifice for me?
1: Oh, so sad so then you kind of see why Sanji is reluctant to leave because even though Zeph is being mean to him and everything you see why he feels like he really owes Zeph because Zeph's you know gave his leg just like Shanks gave his arm they literally gave a piece of themselves to save these little kids yeah and so he you see why he kind of feels like I can't leave because I owe this guy you know no matter how unhappy I get
0: so also- What's interesting, too, about this story is there's a dynamic inside this restaurant where you see yeah. Zeph, like you're saying, being this hard taskmaster yeah. and being really unfair. But in yeah. the anime, and I assume the manga, there was a mm-hmm. a subplot involving Zeph wanting Sanji to go on and live his dream because he knows his dream is to find this place out there, this mythical place. That's sort of a legend among chefs where all the different um, waters come together and there's all these different kinds of fish, you know, Mm -hmm. and we talked about that a little bit, how in, in Japan, you know, fish is such a, a huge thing you know yeah. sushi and all the fish things that you can get like if you go to mm-hmm. Tokyo fish market and all that yeah. huge prices yeah. for a tuna mm-hmm. so that's his dream and Zeff kind of is like he's not going to find his dream sitting around here at this dumb yeah. restaurant so he, that's you you get the impression yeah. that that's why he's being a jerk and not letting him cook his food yeah. because if he did then Sanji might just want to stay there and be the chef there but he's not right. letting him so he's sort of he's trying to in a way
1: force him out as a sort of benevolent you know kind of forcing him out by being making his life miserable so he'll want to leave because he feels like he can't tell him to leave he can't and he knows he's staying because he feels like he owes him but he wants him to move on like but he can't because he knows he's really too good for the restaurant that the whole thing about him being a terrible cook is all just sort of made up that he actually is a great cook so he feels like sanji needs to come to that realization himself and realize he's wasting his time there. So all of a sudden he realized this whole like mean gruffness was just in a way to save Sanji in a way, like again, by making him go after his dream, make that a little it's bit so more
0: overt tachy. in the anime, you know, where they, the, the yeah. other chefs got together and they are all yeah. sort of in this plan. This soup is terrible.
1: Who well, he tells you Luffy this- kind of what the deal was. He's like, yeah, you know, nah. he needs it. So that, that and was then he kind of, overhears yeah, more tone
0: down. In yeah. the anime he overhears them that they had yeah. made this plan and so at the end he, you know he, the anime version he bows to to um Zeph and says you saved my life thank you old man and yeah. yeah but in this one they took it they did such a great job of condensing and yeah. streamlining the story and the the concept to where i was wondering if you were going to get that same emotional hit when when sanji leaves and they yeah. totally nailed it. They did such a great job of them almost like pretending that they hate each other, yeah. and Sanji kind of realizing, okay, I know why he was being a jackass to me. He was trying to push me out of the nest, yeah, and make you know make me grow up. Is more of that sort of get on with mm-hmm. your life and that concept of, you know, when you when you get older and you leave home, um, there's that feeling of like. You know, leaving your parents who gave you so much and did so much for you, but you do eventually have to go and make your own life. And so, those, those, there's those things again that I think are built into the story of One Piece so nicely. To me, this was kind of like a coming of age, like, you know, moving away from home, you know, and you have these sad mixed feelings about it. It's like you love your parents, if you're lucky, you love your parents. Yeah. But, you do have to go out and make your dreams come true, you know, you yeah. have to find your own place. And that was a beautifully done thing the way really Sanji was. is on the ship, you yeah. know, literally sailing away from yeah. Zeph. He's not coming back, but he's basically yeah. saying thank you. You saved yeah. my life and I owe sweet. you everything and yeah. it was so turned, sweet. You made me the man yeah. I am today and all that kind cute. of stuff. It was beautiful. It was very beautifully yeah, was done. Really
1: And then in the meantime, we have Zoro who's been who was sliced across the chest in the last episode. So he's recovering. So he's kind of sidelined for a lot of this this episode. He's like laying on a table and they're all, you know, Luffy's kind of freaking out, like, oh I don't know what to do. So they decide, let's just make a lot of good food and wake him up, you know. And so that was kind of a cute plan. Like the and you're you're you know you know he's gonna come back because the guy would have killed him if he could have, and he's probably so precise he knows the guy's gonna recover, he's just gonna knock him out
0: for a while. He just cut um, him bad okay. enough to hurt him really bad. Yes. But then, as he's walking away, he says, I'm not going to kill you now. Yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. It's not your time. You know, you, you need to yeah. get stronger and then maybe someday come back to me. You know, so he's exactly. he's got this honor, the swordsman's honor, you know, the Mihawk, like right. the legend. And, so it's almost like an honor to be defeated by Mihawk in such a way that he did not kill you; he left you alive because he appreciated <laughs> your your strength yeah. and your your spirit, you know. Yeah. So that was kind of a cool thing. It, it was, was like cool. he was defeated; uh, Zorro was defeated, but but you know, in a, in an honorable, yeah, kind of positive way.
1: <laughs> like he had to hurt him and take him out of the fight, but he didn't have he didn't have to kill him for him to still have the honor, and he gave him the kudos of like. You're brave and you're strong. Keep doing, keep yeah. going. You know, like a way someone he admired someone being see. close to as good as him, you know. So he didn't want to kill someone with that kind of talent. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was and then it's interesting. It was. And then we have a few little things like you know, Kobe finding out that you know Garp is Luffy's grandfather and trying to figure out then he starts having his, you know, but but I thought pirates are bad. Now you're using pirates, and I, what's happening? Like he's having that whole like meltdown about that, and so he's finding out that you know. Life isn't simple. <laughs> so yeah. that's sort of Kobe's lesson in this one. Um, but I, you know, I thought this was a, and well, also we get a lot more Fishman action. Yeah, our we long a little more of that happening. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, and
0: plus, Nami is um, oh, Nami yeah. does a terrible thing. She basically terrible. steals the ship. You know, when they're in all this trouble at the Baratie, yeah. you know, what the hell, it's like pretty pretty low of her. Yeah, what is she takes up to? Off. She's got some kind of some kind of a deal with uh, some some bad badmen.
1: I also liked where the um, buggy the clown kind of comes back into the picture. Yeah, <laughs> like they put this bag on the table and open. It, and there's just his head. And he's all like ah, just as cranky and wild as ever. Like just <laughs> it's yeah, funny I like though, Sanji's I kind of like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he's really fun. He's but, really um, funny. I like Sanji's line where he's like, new
1: guy carries the head,
0: carries the clown head.
1: (laughs) Because it's probably just complaining the whole time while he's in there. Yeah. (laughs) And I also like that they kind of like bugged Luffy's hat and he didn't even realize it by putting the clown's ear in the band of the hat. So it's He detached his body
0: parts, so he detached his ear and flew his ear into the hat band on Luffy's (laughs) hat. And Luffy's like, so "So you heard everything?
1: (laughs) That was so funny. I thought that was such a great little plot line, the way they showed that. Uh, so yeah so we we had a we we wrapped up some things we got our new crew member we got some insight into the relationship with zeph and and uh zora what not zora uh sanjay so that it was so hardcore and, and heartwarming and sad and wild like whoa 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 um and uh and then now nami's out of the picture what the hell like she yeah she be totally betrayed like, oh. her friends uh <sighs> So and then Zorro, of course, kind of wakes up. And
0: Zorro is, yeah. But the um, the chefs might have a way to help him, and I believe they help him in this one. He's he recovers in this episode. Yeah. They use the um fish skin over the horrible cut. You know, Zeph yes. Zeph <laughs> so was funny. a pirate, but he was he also knew how to deal with injuries and things like that, which probably come up a lot with pirates.
1: I've heard that's actually a thing i think that's yeah, actually real it it's is so wild.
0: Oh. evidently um, that was used in the olden days
1: and so now they of- have buggy's head and he's kind of acting like an ally too which i think is a fun little like side thing that'd be kind of funny they're carrying the head around
0: well they made it's like they made a deal we'll help you find your body yeah. if you help us and yeah so he's sort I of an say, ally
1: yeah. you can't trust him though he's a buggy the clown so I have to
0: say, what a fun performance by Jeff Ward Ah, who plays Buddy. I worked with him on a TV series called Agents of Shield a while back, and super nice guy, just really cool. And um, it's great to see him doing something like this, which which sort of utilizes his advanced skills of being an extreme type of character, (laughs) which is really fun. Perfect. So he's really fun in the in the role, and uh, and the idea that he has to act um, just. From here up, you know, during these episodes, yeah. just his head sitting on a table, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so funny, and he's so like obnoxious, you know. Yeah. Like, they put went back in the bag. Shut him up already. Uh, so I really like that, but I also, you know, what I thought was funny is that like, Nami takes the ship, and they're not even like Luffy isn't even that mad. He goes, "Well, let's go find her." Like he's not even yeah. like, damn her, you know, like dude, she betrayed
0: us. Like, and then he's like, "That's not her."
1: No, it you goes, know, well, let's we'll find out why. She has probably has her reasons. I'm sure it's fine. And it's yeah. like, wow, Luffy is amazing. I
0: know she wouldn't <laughs> do it on purpose. I know she wouldn't And do we her-
1: don't want her to do it. Like, we okay, bye. Like, you keep liking her more and more. Like, first, you didn't like her because she just didn't seem trustworthy and she was doing all this shady shit. And then, as you get to know her better, again, these characters, they're, they're so well inhabited by the actors. You start feeling yeah. the vulnerability. You don't know what her trauma has been in her past. Everyone seems to have it. So, you're hoping, okay, she took the shit. Maybe we'll find out more about her now. That's what I'm.
0: Hoping but she is a thief, you know. There's yeah. She's so never one,
1: lied about that.
0: <laughs> I always like that one. There was one line in a in the anime that sort of summed up this sort of childlike approach to the characters. Yeah. I can't remember what it was now, but it was something where where she stole something from someone, and the and the pirate says, "That's my treasure," and she's like, "No, it's not. It's mine. I stole it from you," and he's like. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's mine. It belongs to me. And she's like, yep. "Do you not understand the concept <laughs> of theft? I stole it from you, therefore it, it belongs to now. me now." <laughs> what part of that do you not understand? I thought that In was fashion. so funny. Like her so funny. her reasoning about, "I stole it from you. It's mine." It was so cute. Don't you get that?
1: <laughs> so unfortunately, as much as I loved it, this is probably the last of the Barat Barat Baratia oh my gosh i just don't know why i had trouble with that i love it and i can't say it Baratier. um that sort of wraps up the Baratier arc um so far into this so now we're sailing into the next thing
0: so yeah we're sailing away from the from the Baratier, and i think they're on uh, sanji's little boat or something no they're um what happened at the end of that episode what was the when sanji goes with them he's i can't remember now how that ends but he is on the deck I thought he was on the deck of a ship as they're sailing away
1: yeah but, i forget um, what ship they're in hmm. yeah i don't remember so maybe
0: that sanji had a ship did he have a, a
1: ship or something
0: anyway it shows how much i'm
1: oh god we'll missing. just cut
0: this part <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah now they're gonna go on the search for uh Nami, and then you know he's got one more person to add to his crew. You know Sanjay's on his way, and he's gonna cook all this great food. I don't know where they get the ingredients, but he apparently he can whip up something out of nothing. So, I'm yeah, he said
0: it. you'd be surprised at what I can make with with limited. Um, he says that later in a, another episode, you, what I can make <laughs> with the limited uh, pantry.
1: I love that. So they're out to find her, and hopefully in the next episode they will because they do need a woman with the crew. Yeah, and she's. <laughs>
0: she can fight and all that kind of stuff. She so she fight. belongs on the crew. She's also it's their a navigator. navigator.
1: Yes. Yeah. And they need a navigator. So I think another solid episode. I loved it mostly because I love that, that Zeph and um, Sanjay backstory. So well done. I mean, it's almost yeah. no dialogue. Like it's very minimal dialogue. It's probably a 10 minute sequence of this, of like just atmosphere and observation yes. and, and just the a hell of an ending.
0: Great. Yeah. Well,
1: so love that. And just, you know, that in general is great. So, I love yeah. it. This is a so powerful,
0: powerful episode. Very fun.
1: It was. All right. So <laughs> join us for the next episode coming soon, episode seven. We only have two more yes. left. Oh, I wish seven. it wasn't over. Also, the I other know. good news is it's been renewed for season two already, which is fast for something like yeah, this. But they, just- apparently, it was the highest rated and best reviewed series Netflix has ever had. That's yeah. insane.
0: So hopefully Netflix yeah. will, will you know, come to their, uh, come to their uh, ethical senses and make some good deals with the writers during this writer's strike. There's a yes. lot of that still going on right that now.
1: And, and I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, a lot of times when things become a big hit, like a season one, like the Netflix kind of stays out of it. You can tell a lot of creative control that these uh, showrunners had over this. Yeah. You hope they don't get too involved and yeah. start changing anything because just let them, that the writers do what they do and pay them enough let the actors do what they do and pay them. this just, just let it happen and don't worry to it let yeah. trust your showrunners and your creatives
0: something. yeah respect the <laughs> creatives respect them that's right
1: that's right so see you in the next episode review bye, bye everybody